Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to today's episode on The Inner Edge with me, Shane Craddock. I hope wherever you are, you're good. I hope as you're listening to this, that um, you're able to listen to it. And that is, let's see, let's see where we go from there. And today's episode is about what I'm calling the power of space. And earlier this week, I was away with a group of business owners, about a, about a dozen. Um, it's part of something that I do called the Inner Circle. Well, it sounds very secretive, but really what it is, is a kind of a forum led by me uh, with, we kind of meet up once every two months in person, do an overnight and a day together. And the business owners get a chance to step back, get some space to think, look at their business, but also look at their lives as well. Um, because I think one of the biggest issues that I'll often hear from the people that I, I work with, and particular leaders, is that they just don't get time to think. Now, they know the value of thinking. What they mean by that is thinking at a different level, a higher level, more strategic, as opposed to being caught up with the busy, busy. So space, if it's done right, um, what it does allow is an elevation of your thinking. But why does that work? What, what's happening there? That's, what, that's a little bit of what I want to lead into. And I suppose from my point of view, the, the main point, I guess, is that inner space, if you can enable it, leads to inner clarity. And then it connects also to your intuition, your creativity, and you feel much more centered, probably the word that I would use. So when you're in that kind of a mode, you're, it's a more relaxed you. It's a more, you're kind of in free flow mode. You're not stewing on anything. You're not looping on any particular problem. That's, as I would see it, that's, we're getting close to the authentic you, the real you, as opposed to where a lot of people, I think, operate from, which is the tense you, you know, where you're overthinking, you don't have that much inner space, it almost feels like the opposite. I'll just give a very simple example. Um, I've heard this from a couple of clients where <laughs> they would say, before they met me and before we did some work together, um, these people be very, you know, let, let's get it done. Let's get a lot of stuff done. Hustle, 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 busy, busy. Let's, scree- let's squeeze the max out of each day. Um, and that's fine for the short term and it will get you results, but it won't be for the long term because it's going to cause problems. Um, and so uh, <laughs> what, the, what they've told me is that before they met me, if they're going for a cup of coffee at a break, they'd literally be thinking, okay, I've got 50 minutes, I'm going to walk down the street, get a cup of coffee. How many phone calls can I make in that time? I'm going to be talking to somebody on the phone, even as I'm getting my coffee, or maybe looking at email. I'm going to shout the order at the barista, um, probably never make contact, and almost don't engage with anybody. Do your electronic tap on your phone or your card, and then literally come back to the office, but still at a very high, intense pace. There's no break. There's no space. There's no space, and space is important for the new. If you don't have any space or create space or allow the natural space that's there, you're actually blocking out then the new thinking, the new ideas, 
the things that will just come in even in terms of your intuition. That is a big problem. Um, whereas now, uh, <laughs> after working with me, for, with me for a little bit, then those people would say to me, oh, now, now I approach that very differently. When I take my break, I actually want breaks. I want to have space. I want to have that inner space. So I leave my phone probably in the office. Or if it's on, I, if it's with me, I'll certainly put it on airplane mode or divert. I'll walk down towards the barista, the coffee place. And as I'm walking down, I will deliberately take time to look around, listen, check in with my breathing, just slow myself down, allow my mind just to settle. And even as you're listening to this on the podcast, maybe you can do something similar. Um, get to the coffee place, make contact with the barista, make the order, maybe even crack a joke, share a pleasantry, just connect with another human being. Um, and that's, uh, uh, again, it depends on your, on your taste, but I think that's a lot of the time that's what we're looking for as people is that connection. Get your coffee and then actually taste, smell, really enjoy and savor that coffee. How many, how many times do, we, do you get something and just... You know, it's just, it's just purely out of a compulsive habit. You don't remember it even. So I think deliberately creating space is a key variable that a lot of people just don't seem to consider. What they often do is they go, oh, I'll wait until my holidays. And that's why we like holidays, because very often, hopefully, we get space if we leave our phones at home and don't connect with the office. Because every time you connect with the office, you're damaging that space. And without a doubt, as within... So without, as within, so without, which means, you know, if you have a really busy mind with no space, you're going to have a really busy life with no space. So the question is, can you bring space into your day, even when you're working? And 100% my experience is yes. Now, I'm going to give another analogy, which I heard uh, years ago, um, and it's a very simple one, but it's quite profound if you stay with it you know it's, it's, it's like you have a bucket of water you've also got sand or silt in the bucket of water as well and you're stirring that bucket of water and silt with, with the stick so obviously it gets mucky and dirty and you're trying to see to the bottom of the bucket you're trying to see clearly to the bottom but you're still stirring with the stick and you're stirring and stirring and stirring and you just can't see the bottom and then one of your friends comes along and says, hey, what's going on? See, I'm trying to see to the bottom of this bucket. <laughs> this is what I do in my spare time, folks. By the way, I stir, I stir waters in buckets. It's really great fun. I've got a club called clubspace.com. You check it out. <laughs> anyway, this is me entertaining myself on a Saturday morning. <sighs> so you say to your friend, I want to I see the bottom of the bucket. And they just look at you as if you're stupid and say, Sorry, well, well, stop stirring. And you're like, what are you talking about? Because you're not fully aware that you're stirring, you wonder what they're talking about. They literally grab your hand and say, that's, you're stirring with the stick, stop. So you stop. And by doing nothing, by doing nothing, the silt starts to settle, the water stops moving, and eventually clarity that was always there emerges. And the same is true with us. Is, and if you don't see this, well, then obviously you're going to keep stirring. What, what's, what's the stirring? The stirring is thinking, of thinking, 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 analyzing, thinking, 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 analyzing, thinking, 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 overthinking. That's, that's the stirring of the stick. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, you're looking for the clarity, which is, could be the, the, the feeling of clarity, the feeling of space, the feeling of direction. What's the answer? The answer is to stop feeding your thinking, to relax your mind. 
to stop giving the attention to that to those thoughts. And I'm going to read out something that's on the creative side. It's something. It's a poem that I read at um, my annual kind of three-day event for leaders called the Thrive Experience, where we kind of go away to a hotel and we do different activities and people get a chance to connect with each other in a, in a spacious way. But I found this poem that I shared with the group during those three days. And I think it makes the point beautifully in a very creative way. So let's see, I'm gonna read it out here anyway. Here you go, little poem on the pod. Um, it's called Fire and it's by Judy, Judy Brown. Fire by Judy Brown. What makes a fire burn is space between the logs, a breathing space. Too much of a good thing, too many logs, packed in too tight, can douse the flames almost as surely as a pail of water would. So building fires requires attention to the spaces in between, as much as to the wood. When we are able to build open spaces in the same way we have learned to pile on the logs, then we can come to see how it is fuel and absence of the fuel together that make fire possible. We only need to lay a log lightly from time to time. As fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. I, I just love that last line. I'll read it again. A fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. Now, art is art, you interpret it whatever way you want. But for me, um, that flame that knows just how it wants to burn, that's, that's your spirit, that's your energy, that's the real you. It knows where it wants to go. But if we cram ourselves in with so much in our lives, and see, mo most people are really, really busy, but they don't make the connection between a busy mind and a busy life. And maybe that's the point I'm making, is that you don't need to go on a retreat. You don't need to go on an event even like my Thrive Experience, which is there to create space. It's great fun, though, uh, <laughs> um, to get that space. Yes, it will help. But what about creating space during your day? That's why, you know, if you're taking a break, take a proper break. That's why people do things like meditation, mindfulness, all of which are useful. But just by, you don't have to kind of meditate, though, to get space, because really it's the state of meditation is space. And that can be done just by recognizing that, oh, if I stop stirring, if I stop stirring my mind, space naturally emerges. Is that too easy? But that seems to be the truth from my experience. So what blocks that space? People will say it's just the business of my life and the stress and everything else. And I would say, you've got to drill a little bit deeper than that. This is obviously the inner edge and I'm sharing my perspective on, I suppose, working with people and what I've seen. And the reason I call it the inner edge is because that is where the edge is on the inner side. So what blocks the space? It's overthinking. It's thinking in general and not understanding the role that thinking plays uh, in our lives. So where can you deliberately create some space for yourself during your day today or even tomorrow or this week? Or even right now as you're listening to me, perhaps this podcast for you is a way of creating space, a kind of a reflective space, which is a good thing. We all have our own ways of doing it. But what if we could make this our natural state, that we're more space than anything else, and that we understand 
when our mind gets busy, we go, oh, it's gone too busy. Let's just lean back. Let's actually take some of the logs away, which is the thinking. So for me, my experience has shown me that inner space, it, it's a key element in creating a better version of yourself without a doubt. And it is possible to have more space no matter what kind of challenging circumstances you might think that you're in. You can be very centered and have an inner spaciousness, even in the middle of extreme turbulence. And certainly what I find is the, more, the less I do mentally, the more inner space that I have. And I would encourage you to explore what space means to you. Because again, go back to that poem, uh, the flame, you know, fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. We're all trying to find our way. There was a fire inside everybody. And so maybe it's, a, it's looking at the balance between the space and the logs, the fuel and the fire. There you go. Poetic Shane today. Or at least trying to be. Right. Thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.